following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong for the one close to you where you'll be traveling, vacationing, because nothing says a vacation like listening to the Huge Show weekdays at 3. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, the free live stream is there. Three until six, the all night, all day replay where the entire three hours repeats from 6 p.m. until the next show airs. Superfly Hayes puts that together. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen live anywhere in America or the world. I was looking at countries that listen to the show, 117 different countries. A lot of people in a lot of places in the world have a lot of free time on their hands. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk about week two of the college football playoff rankings. I think Michigan should be three. I believe that's a lock. Georgia one, Ohio State two, and some say, okay, why Ohio State? They have the Notre Dame win, and Notre Dame just beat Clemson. Then Michigan three, and what will be interesting is how far Tennessee, who was number one in week one of the college football playoff rankings, will they stay at four? Will TCU jump them? I think the body of work for Tennessee still keeps them at number four. And I I believe those are the four teams that will be in the college football playoff. Well, at least three of the four. That interesting dilemma that the more it sunk in, the more I thought about Tennessee losing early and they have a schedule to win out and finish 11-1. and one. And then I had my Michigan friends tell me, well, hey, if the loser of Michigan-Ohio State now should get an automatic spot in the college football playoff. And I'm like, hmm, no. All right, so if Michigan loses, I brought this up a little bit yesterday. Towards the end of the show, I think. 
if Michigan is 11-1 and one with their only loss at Ohio State, let's say even if they play them tough, lose 38-35, their quality win is what? Or quality wins, plural. Penn State? Illinois? Who? Iowa? That goes back to those three ridiculous non-conference games that Michigan, if they lose at Ohio State, and I think they have a great chance to win, but for the sake of this conversation, if they lose, you'll look back and say they were fools to have a schedule like that to start the season. Because Tennessee has won at LSU. They beat Alabama. They beat Pitt when they were ranked. They got a great body of work. And their only loss is at Georgia. So in my mind, that Michigan-Ohio State becomes a play-in game or a playoff game to get into the playoff. Because the winner, even if they would get upset in the Big Ten Championship, still would have that quality win over each other either way that would get them above Tennessee. So if Michigan won, they're a lock. They just beat number two Ohio State, let's say. And they get upset by, God forbid, I don't know who's going to win the West. Is it Illinois? Is it Wisconsin? I Who knows? But if they lose that and have one loss, they still have that win over Ohio State, which I think trumps Tennessee. Because, well, they're not a champion argument goes out the window because Tennessee won't be the SEC champion. And remember this. Michigan is big when it comes to TV draws, and that college football playoff committee is all based on TV draw. That's why Notre Dame is always in the mix when they have an undefeated record, even though they played a bunch of cupcakes. I did hear Anthony Bellino from Exes and Bros, which is heard on the Michigan Sports Network weekday mornings at 6 a.m. You can't hear that show in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. With all the analytics out there, why isn't there a formula that states quality wins, quality losses, wins at home, on the road, strength of schedule wins, and that formula would spit out the top four? Just like they do in high school football playoffs in the state of Michigan with the analytics from Mark Ewell and his team in Lansing. And Anthony had a great point, which I totally agree with, with Ryan and Dan from X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network because they want to set up the best possible TV matchups because the billions coming from networks is what fuels this and what will fuel the growth to 12 teams in the near future. Michigan may look back at 11-1 and one, and UConn and Hawaii and Colorado State. Why didn't you schedule one big boy game in there in September to help your resume? Now, on the flip side, I believe Michigan will go to Columbus and win. I think they're more physical than the Buckeyes. I believe their offensive line and defensive lines will control that game. 
This defense is emerging to be better than last year. Not the superstar power of Hutch and Ajabo, but a complete defense and the rise of Will Johnson in the secondary. And Sam is still in nickel coverage. As Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com said yesterday, the numbers show that they're actually better than that defense from a year ago that got them a win over Ohio State at the big house, got them to the Big Ten championship game where they hammered Iowa, and then they met one of the greatest defensive units college football has ever seen, the Mighty Dogs of Georgia. With Brian Kelly saying, you know what? I'm Brian Beauregard Kelly, and I went for two against Nick Saban, and he wasn't prepared. How on earth in the deep south can you be prepared for Brian Kelly going for two? Most would, but Nick Saban wasn't prepared. You know why? Because he heard my southern accent from the other sidelines Saying LSU will rise again. Nick Satan. He was exposed. He didn't even prepare for my two-point conversion from my Arizona State transfer portal quarterback where I just dropped a bundle of cash in a bag and I said, guess what? Your QB won and enjoy some of my mama's sweet tea. I'm Brian Beauregard Kelly. And LSU, even though we were trampled by Tennessee, even though I messed up against Florida State in the opener, I'm sitting here looking at a path to the SEC title game. And when I beat Kirby Smart, who isn't smart enough to beat Brian Beauregard Kelly, I'll throw the college football playoff into a feeding frenzy like Gators down on the bayou where they haven't eaten since Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) Seriously, if Kelly wins out and they get to the SEC title game and they beat Georgia, that's how Michigan and Ohio State both get in. And then you're going to have the argument, a two-loss LSU team. You want to take this college football playoff scenario even out further. If LSU beat Alabama, they beat Georgia, they win the SEC, how do you deny them even with two losses? And then Tennessee will scream, well, we thumped Brian Kelly and LSU 40-13 in Baton Rouge. I love it. That's why we need 12 teams. If you had 12 teams right now, you wouldn't have any argument. And two losses could get you in, and there wouldn't be a, an uproar like, oh, my God, how can you have two losses and get into the college football playoff? That is blasphemy. So if you went off of last week's playoff rankings, the 12th team would be UCLA. And I believe that's fair. The 12-team the setup will be... There'll, there'll be no arguments anymore. It'll be seeding, but that'll be based on your strength of schedule. That's why what they need to do is get rid of the committee, and they need to have a formula based on strength of schedule, 
Quality wins, quality losses. Where you play, just a, a formula, and, and you spit out the order. Because think about it, if you just went off of last week's playoff rankings, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, LSU, Old Miss, and UCLA would be in the college football expanded 12-team playoff. And on the outside looking in, you have a three-loss K-State team and a two-loss Utah team. And no one's going to complain. Oh, well, K-State got robbed. Utah got jobbed. But the debate this year, and LSU's a wild card out there with Kelly. I believe if they go win the SEC, a conference that just last week they were talking about possibly three teams making the college football playoff, I don't care about LSU's two losses. They're going to get a spot in the college football playoff if Bill Simonson was in that college football playoff committee meeting. Michigan controls their destiny. They really do. Back-to-back Big Ten championships. Back-to-back college football playoff appearances. Isn't that what the Michigan fan and the media have been on hardball? That's what he was supposed to do when he came to Michigan? Hey, we want to be like Ohio State or Oklahoma or Alabama or Georgia. That's what you're getting paid big money to do. Just think, if they go win at Ohio State, that's like the last demon. Well, that and winning the national championship would be the two demons. You you exercise them, and Harbaugh's done everything. But the loser of Michigan-Ohio State is not guaranteed a spot in the college football playoff. Because then if... Okay, so LSU wins the SEC championship game. They beat Georgia. One loss, Georgia is, is getting in, right? Beat Tennessee, their schedule, beat Oregon. Yeah, they're, they're getting in. Winner of Ohio State, Michigan is a lock. That's two. Then you start to think LSU beat Georgia. They have to be three. And then your fourth team becomes that loser of Ohio State, Michigan, or Tennessee. And now you're on that path to three SEC teams. And don't tell me about TCU. I actually think they're going down against Texas. I really do. I think they're losing that game. And Oregon, oh, they're coming back. And No. No. USC? Nah. Well, the Pac-12 needs to be represented. This isn't the Heisman vote. Michigan's Trench play, O-line, D-line will control that game in Columbus and they will be victorious and they will head back to Indy for the second straight year as the Big Ten East champion. Who they play? Good luck. Spin the wheel for the Big Ten West champion. Bud Light, huge question of the day. And I want the audience to join in when 866-838-4843 that's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the huge text chain. Text the word huge twenty one thousand. By the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers. 
and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So the huge question of the day, how will Michigan, MSU, and the Lions finish their seasons? You answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR is Thursday, this Thursday night. In every Thursday home game all season long, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs from 6 p.m. an hour before the game until halftime. That's $2 dogs and $2 beers for every Thursday home game for the Grand Rapids Gold in the G League, and they're the affiliate of the Denver Nuggets. So get your tickets at your local ticket outlets, the Van Andel Arena box office, and join Superfly myself. We'll be there for game one at Van Andel Arena on Thursday, and everybody, 21 and up, can enjoy the $2 beers from 6 p.m. until halftime at every home Thursday game for the Grand Rapids Gold and $2 dogs. So bring the family along. You can't miss game one inside the van for the Grand Rapids Gold. And also follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert, live. 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest in a moment, Dan Miller. Voice of your Detroit Lions will join us. Lions are in Chicago coming up this weekend. How about Justin Fields? Hey, guess what? We got a running quarterback. We're going to run him, and he's going to rush for 180 yards. You've seen a lot of these great running quarterbacks come into the league, and then once they get big contracts, the teams don't want them to run anymore because they're worried about them getting hurt. Michael Vick, I mean, even Jackson doesn't run as much as he used to because, A, he's going to get, what, you know, 400 million, half a billion when this year's over. That would be interesting against the Bears. You know, Lions, you win one game. This is what's great about the NFL. You win one, and that schedule all of a sudden looks like you have more winnable games. It really does. Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Welcome back, Danny. How you doing? Hey, I have to tell you something. I was busy taking care of some things and going between places and listening to you, Lomas, and TJ. I, I've listened to you ever since you've been Voice of the Lions. I, I think this uh, the chemistry, uh, your delivery, uh, the way you bring in TJ and Lomas, uh, it really is top shelf, Dan. It truly is. Uh, I, it's very nice of you to say that. I appreciate it. They're both awesome and easy, and they're ready whenever you just throw something at them. So it uh, makes my job easy, but uh, it's also it's a lot more fun when you win a game. Yeah, I loved your call at the end because I'm listening. I had to leave. I think we'll pick up my kids or something. So um listening to the game, and I hear you final play, and I'm thinking Roger's going to tear our hearts out. He does it. All the time, it's it, it, this will just be uh, another chapter in this season. And when it was incomplete, you you had one of the great calls. Let's get out of here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like, man, let's just get the heck off this field and get in that locker room. It was just, Amen. you know, I, I think we're all conditioned with that guy to to fear the worst uh, he's just torn the hearts of the lions out so many times and their fans and heck me and it just you know i i was you know really happy with the way they played it and that they didn't commit me really crucial penalties because that's just the time of game where it seems like in the past the lions have committed a penalty given somebody a first down they do that you know, they got their four cracks at it, but the Lions didn't do them any favors, and they brought some pressure. The pressure forced Rodgers to just kind of throw it up late and, and probably before he wanted to. But um, it was, look, I mean, it, you said it a minute ago, it's one game. But 
I don't think you can overstate what one game means to a team in the NFL that works as hard as these guys do. And I'm not just talking about the Lions. I'm talking about anybody. Um, you only play 17 of them. Every one means something. And even if your record's not great, with the amount of work that you put in and what you give to the game to get something back is meaningful. That's why you see that scene in the locker room. And I have people say to me, well, why do they act like that when they win one game? That's what an NFL locker room looks like when a team wins, period. That's, that's, that's them letting off steam for everything that they have put in to get to that moment. And um, it was, look, it was, a, it was a great day for those guys just to be able to exhale now the question is, can you go out and build on it? Yeah, and that was my next question. Is that a building block W? What do you think? Well, uh, yeah, I, I, look, and, and that's the question. I don't know the answer to it, but they're going to answer that. And, and you have to try to, you know, Dan Campbell uses the word validation a lot. Well, you've got to validate that win now. Go back out, do it again. Beat another divisional opponent. Go on the road, win a game for the first time under Dan Campbell. You know, it, it's, look. I can't tell you if it's going to be something that they're going to build on, but I will tell you, you won a game, and now you do have the opportunity to do that. So go out, find a way to, to win another game against a team that is, you know, they present problems because of that quarterback, as you alluded to a couple of minutes ago with Justin Fields, and, and um, you got to deal with that. But, look, every team in the NFL is going to present you with something that you have to deal with. So, you know, these guys have been in games like they were this past Sunday, what, six times this year, and now they've won two of them, you know, except for the New England game where they got blown out. But it's, uh, it's about making plays and just being a little bit better than the guy on the other side of the field. If Rodgers would have completed that touchdown throw and the Lions would have lost, on the flip side, what was missing in that game that almost cost them the victory? And the defense played inspired start to finish, but – uh, what did you see from that broadcast position where you're like, these guys still need to clean this up? Yeah, I think they left some points out there. I just think you needed to find some way to extend some drives and, and find a way to, to score more than 15 points. Um, the, we certainly know this offense is capable of that. Now, they're beat up right now. Swift isn't Swift, and, and Reynolds didn't play, and Chark's been out, and Hawk got traded, so... You know, they're trying to figure out, I think, personnel groupings and things like that. And, you know, they didn't envision this time of year having, you know, Tom Kennedy and, and Shane Zilstra and James Mitchell taking featured roles, but they are. And that's, that's what you're dealing with right now. So, you know what? Shane Zilstra, step up, catch touchdown pass. James Mitchell, step up, catch touchdown pass. And that's kind of what you have to do. But if you're asking me, what would I have looked back on? It would have been probably an offense that didn't take advantage of some opportunities to put more points on the board. And, you know, defensively, they bent. I mean, Green Bay was in their territory eight times and only scored nine points. So they bent but didn't break. It's a dangerous way to live. I don't know that you can necessarily depend on a quarterback, certainly not of you know, the ability and pedigree of, of, of um, Aaron Rodgers to throw three picks or any quarterback in this league to throw three picks. So, you know, I think still you need to get to the point where you're getting some teams off the field by forcing them to punt some three and outs, some four and outs, whatever it has to be. Just get them off the field, force the punt. They still only, you know, force the punt, you know, once in that game. So it's, it's, um, I, I think there was plenty out there to answer your question 
on both offense and defense that they could have done better, even if they only allowed nine points. In the grand scheme of things, just so people understand what I'm saying defensively, yes, it was good. Yes, the final score was good. But I do think you need to be a little bit better than that in terms of getting off the field because it just counting on that number of turnovers is, is a very dicey way to live. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Lions at the Bears coming up on Sunday. Dan, safe travels. Have a great call. We always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. All right, Dan Campbell checking in. Uh, Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. How will the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State finish their seasons? Think about that. And you can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. First home game at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR is Thursday. And every Thursday home game, they'll have $2 beers and $2 hot dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime. So that's an hour before tip-off and all the way to halftime, $2 beers and $2 dogs, including opening night Thursday. And I think the first 1,000 people get a commemorative T-shirt, a night of historic implications with the gold in the G League in their first game inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold uh, to get your hands on tickets for Thursday night. And remember, every Thursday home game for the gold, you can watch hoops and enjoy $2 beers and $2 hot dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. 
Get your Thanksgiving meal for less at Meyer with Meyer Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound, limit two. And shop our everyday low prices across the store on items like King's Hawaiian Rolls, Meyer Frozen Steamable Sweet Corn, and Meyer Cream of Mushroom Soup. And get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Plus, get free delivery with your $25 purchase of Meyer, True Goodness, Fredericks by Meyer, or Purple Cow Food Products. Get your Thanksgiving meal for less at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You can be a part of history Thursday night inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR as the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, will play their first home game inside the van. Get your tickets now at the usual ticket outlets or just search Grand Rapids Gold Tickets. And remember, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime this Thursday night and every Thursday home game at Van Andel Arena with the Grand Rapids Gold. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Plan your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com. Lomas Brown on the Lions win and what lies ahead against the Bears on Sunday within 30 minutes. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing on Michigan State Basketball. Nice win over Northern Arizona last night. We'll also find out about Michigan Hoops. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. And Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, will join us from Mount Pleasant. Our Bud Light huge question of the day, how will the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State football finish their seasons? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Let's go get an update on the Pistons. Man, if they just play a little defense, uh, there's a lot of good young talent on the floor. As much good young talent as I can remember uh, going back. Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, joins us to talk about uh, the Pistons, 3-8 and eight through the first 11. And, Keith, what do you like about this team and what still is a work in progress? Well, I, I, I think you hit on it. It, it. There's two things. <laughs> they're young and they're talented. But, you know, as we know of uh, for the history of the NBA, that young teams struggle. And, and I think it's going to be maybe more of a struggle than we anticipated just simply because of how of the quality of, of the league. I, I'm you know, I think the statistic was that uh, at the start of the season, there were 120 international players on rosters this year from 40 different countries. And that, you know, that really speaks to the spread of, of the global game and how much talent there is in the league. I really, I truly don't think the league has ever been more talented. And I don't think there's ever been more playoff worthy teams. And, you know, there just aren't going to be, you know, normally if, it, it, let's say 10 years ago, if you were a rebuilding team, there were probably. Ten other teams just like you. So you had 
a decent chance to win on, you know, let's say 30 nights a year, 35 nights a year. This year, that number might be half of that just because there aren't a lot of teams in the position that the Pistons are in this year. Very young, very talented, but but it's hard to get to the last five minutes of a game with a chance to win when, when you're going against the teams that are that veteran and talented. But, you know, you can, you can certainly see it in bursts. I think almost every night you see a, a five-minute burst where you say, okay, I can see what this is going to look like when, when they have another veteran or two on the team and when these guys have, you know, 200 games on their NBA resume instead of, in some cases, 11 like they have have now. And, you know, four starters are 23 or younger, and I think, what, 10 players on the roster are 24 or younger. So very young, very talented. Um, so going to be a lot of ups and downs, but, and you know, if you, I think you can, you can see, you can see good individual things happening every night, and then for the, like I said, for those five, six minutes here and there, you can see where it all kind of comes together. So, fun, interesting, and uh, you know, but 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 there are going to be there are going to be inevitable growing pains. Keith Langlois, Pistons dot com, Pistons NBA insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. You mentioned something uh, in your opening comments that the league is tougher than ever. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference standings, and I know we're 9, 10, 11 in based on a team schedule. Milwaukee 9-1, Cleveland uh, a great roster, 8-2, Boston 7-3, Atlanta 7-3, Toronto 6-5, Bulls 6-6, Knicks an improved roster at 5-5, Indiana an improved roster at 5-5, and and then teams that some thought could win the East, Philly, Brooklyn, Miami, uh, all under 500 right now. That that shows you the depth of. I'm not. I haven't even talked about the West. That's just the Eastern Conference. Right, right. I mean, uh, there are there, there's. I think maybe the Pistons, Indiana, and Orlando are the only teams in the Eastern Conference that didn't start this season fully expecting they'd be in the playoffs and the math just doesn't work on that. You know, even with the expanded, even if you consider the play in tournament, the playoffs, there's only 10 teams that are going to, that are going to be playing past April 9th. So it's, it's just, it's really hard. I mean, every, every night this year, you can look at the NBA schedule and say, wow, there's, there's four or five games involving teams that have, you know, the big guy where, where both teams are teams that, that envision themselves playing into late May, early June. So it's, 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 it's more competitive than it's ever been. Um, and that's, that's great for the league, it, but it can be, it can be very punishing for teams that are at, as young and inexperienced as the Pistons and maybe five or six other teams are right now. The only thing I, I get the youth, I understand it, it's another step back. Last year was a step back. This may be even a further step back because Ivy and, Doran just have huge athletic upside. Kate obviously is a pure scorer, but their defensive effort has got to be better. Uh, that to me is the one glaring thing that makes me turn uh, the channel uh, when it looks like they're not trying defensively. Yeah, you know, I, I think I learned a long time ago that I, I'm always careful to, to, to chuck that up to like like uh like you just have to want it more it, it's it, it so much of of looking aggressive and playing playing aggressively comes down to confidence and it's easy for young teams to have their confidence rattled when your confidence is rattled you don't know exactly what you're doing it cannot you know it, it can come sometimes come off as looking like ah they just you know they're not trying hard enough a lot of times it's just really uncertainty and 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 I think I think you see that sometimes now look last night 
they were playing a team in Oklahoma City that that is kind of in a team in the same boat as them. Um, but they do have a couple of guys who've been around the block a while now and, and you know are tough players. Uh, Lou, Lou Dort and Shea Gilchel Alexander, a, a little more advanced in their NBA careers. But so, but the Pistons really, you know, it, it looked it looked pretty lethargic in that first half last night. You know, they got together. I think they got a chance to regroup. They said that they said a few things, but really, they just looked at the defensive film last night. I think they saw what you saw. It doesn't look like you're. It doesn't. It, 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 so it, it the way it translates is it looks like there's not a lot of effort being putting into it. I think a lot of times it comes down to. To confusion, uncertainty, uh, and if, if you know if there's a if there's a, a hint of, of of confusion on defense, defense is something where you got to have all five guys on the same page. Um, and you know, defense has become so sophisticated; it's it's complex. You can say man to man, but there are so many different principles and schemes, and they change every night as far as how we're going to play the pick and roll against this team. And those, you know, there's just a lot of nuanced detail in there. And for young teams, it's a lot to digest. And, and again, when you, you know, this isn't college where you can, you've got three or four or five days to focus on one opponent. It's, it's four games a week and it comes at you kind of fast. And sometimes it's disorienting for guys who have not been through that before or maybe been through it once. And, uh, so I think sometimes that's what you see. Well said, uh, Keith Langley, Pistons.com, NBA insider, Pistons off to a three and eight start, but a ton of young talent. Well, when you look at this core that's there right now and you look at support players and Bogdanovich got the uh, extension, which I think is a smart move to have a veteran who can hit shots. What's still missing from this roster, Keith? Well, uh, right now, uh, you know, right now what's missing is they get hurt a lot with their second unit. And, uh, you know, there is help coming around the corner with that because what they really need with that second unit is someone who can score. Um, you know, right now you're, you've got a lot of guys on that second unit playing, uh, being asked to do things that they that they didn't anticipate having to ask them to do. So Isaiah Livers is going to look a lot better when he's got uh, Marvin Bagley uh, inside and Alec Burks, uh, you know, a, a veteran scorer on the outside. Um, the, the, adding those two guys to that second unit will will is going to give that team a whole new texture. It's going to it's going to feel a lot different when you know, you've got eight minutes in each half when you got to throw that second unit out there. And, you know, it's been, uh, it's been nine out of 11 games, the bench has been outscored. And some in, in a lot of those games have been outscored by a lot. So uh, I, th- I think, right, a little more depth is the answer to your question. That's what's, that's what's missing. And, and that depth can come from within. They might have enough players on the roster, um, but right now there's, they're asking them to do more than they're, they're ready to do. But get Burks and Bagley back at changes. You know, you mentioned Bogdanovich, the veteran guy. Um, you know, the signing the extension, I think, for him was, was an underrated thing. And, and I, I, just, I just talked to him about an hour ago, posted a story about what, what, what that Bogdanovich extension means. Now, you know, you go back and look when that trade was made, it caught a lot of people off guard because everybody assumed he was going to a contender. Phoenix was trying to get him. The Lakers were trying to get him. A lot of other contenders were trying to get him. So he not only comes to the Pistons, but he forgoes the chance at free agency. And by the way, you know, you've seen some of the extensions signed. Jordan Poole, Tyler Hero making over $30 million a year. That's on the expectation of a cap spike coming as a new media deals. I think Bogdanovich would have been a very attractive free agent, and he he, he forewent the chance to hit free agency and committed to the Pistons. And, and that, that's kind of a reflection. He said, look, I had one conversation with Troy Weaver. He sold me on the future here and the culture. And, and, and I, I think we've got 
a, a great young, talented core in place, and he loves Cade Cunningham. So he said, "Look, I've seen a lot of rookies, sophomores. He's he's next level as far as his mentality and and how he approaches things." So that you know, it, what's missing? A little more experience, a little more time, chance at free agency. They're going to have a lot of cap space next year. It, you know, it it, it it looked far away for Cleveland uh, two years ago at this time too. And then, and then Cleveland is two years ahead of the Pistons on the timeline. LeBron left uh, five years ago in free agency. They're in year five of the rebuild, and it's 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 blossomed. Pistons are just starting year three of the rebuild. Um, so it's it, it 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 it's a mixture of time and the the cap space to, to get their cap cap sheet right, which they've done. And and the rest is just you know you got to kind of cultivate it and and be patient and watch it grow now. Keith, I uh, appreciate the conversation. Good to catch up with you when it comes to the Pistons and the NBA. Look forward to our next talk. Anytime, Bill. Thanks. All right, Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, NBA Pistons Insider. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Pistons. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean and more. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts. Big, bad, huge.